Uh, we had a lot of fun talking to some Detroit Lions fans tonight. You'll have to catch that on another show. But tonight we're going to hit the NFL, the NBA, and just some other stuff. And Antonio Brown apparently knows how to get a fake card. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back once again to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and Canadian Biggie and Biggie, I hadn't said this in a while, but the, the beard's looking nice. It's getting there. Got I cold. Mean, are you spruce. are you going to go back to original beard form? It's inching that way. Are, is, it, is it the no shave November? Uh, well, you could call it that. Although I am shaving my head, so I don't qualify. No, no but have you touched on the facial hair since November started? Oh God, no. Okay. Now, would you aspire to do such glorious beard uh, growing? I I have not trimmed it at all, other than around my mouth. Just so you don't bite your hair? Because I bite the hair and it drives me nuts. Yeah. Other than that, I've let it go. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll follow suit. And we'll I'll, I'm going to do it for the whole month, which is halfway through. You know, November is known for a couple of things. One of them is no shave November. Do you know what the other one is? No, I do not. Uh, you're not. Are you not doing no nut November? Oh no, I'm not a part of that. That's I mean, probably just, for you married guys. <laughs> I mean, ain't for me, son. <laughs> ain't for me either. Uh, I'm just seeing if anybody else might be that disciplined. But that's uh, one of the perks of no nut November is being married. Right. I mean, you know, we're not counting, but it's it's not going to be a zero. But <laughs> you know, it's like Seinfeld. I'm just going to go. I'm out. You're out of the contest. <laughs> Just like that. Kramer, you're out in the first uh, two minutes. Uh, but, uh, you know, I mentioned on the intro, you know, we talked to some uh, Detroit Lions fans uh, earlier, which was fantastic because they've they've had a week. They yeah. loved Eric Kramer. Uh, well, you know, they, they brought up Eric Kramer on their own. I know you want me to ask him about it, but make sure you check out the second episode that we put out this week with the uh, Lions fans, that no filter segment. But as we, we, you know, began the show and we started talking to them this evening, we did have some MLB superlatives out there. So we've already had a couple of things. And before I even let Mr. Brown go on and on about all the wonderful things out there, the Reds got an award, damn it. Jonathan India, NL Rookie of the Year, Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm I'm happy. Johnny, Jonathan India makes uh, two appearances tonight, doesn't he? Is there a second appearance? I believe he was on a list of questions okay. or answers. Maybe. Uh, oh, you're right. He is. Ooh, that's a, a foreshadowing to the sports crush, which, you know, that's something we've played around with in the past where we asked people about who their sports crush was. And we're going to get into that in, in great detail. But, Mr. Brown, you want to go ahead and hit us with uh, – we got an AL and NL MVP announcement. Yeah, we got Bryce Harper in the NL and Shohei Otani in the AL. Hey, didn't we have a conversation about Otani being league MVP earlier in the season? No, well, I mean, he trended that way all year. No, you all were heavily on Otani, and I was shit all over you guys. And I don't forget it. But the fact is, I said if he stays healthy. Right, right. You did I, I give you that caveat. That. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I don't ever remember it being like a huge disagreement, but he was very clear about that because Otani has had. Like, I mean, some the fact issues. is, he he's done things that we haven't seen since the likes of Babe Ruth. However, none of the three candidates were even on playoff contenders. You had Otani. You had Vlad Jr. Marcus Simeon, both on the, on the Blue Jays, who kind of canceled each other out. So, Tony got it. I got it. But for God's sakes, at least Thor is coming to uh, the Angels next year. Maybe they'll get some pitching. One year, $21 million. It just adds coming to my off, point Tommy that hey, Major so, League Baseball is the one sport where you don't have to be on a good team yeah, to win the MVP. Yeah. Or to so get a lot of money. The Thor they're getting this time is Fat Thor. Let's be clear. <laughs> they are Whoa. getting fat. Going to oh, play the immigrant song for his interest in press You watch and see. The guy won't win 10 games. I'm not Put arguing right that. Now. I was going to ask you if you think he's even going to be impactful. So you're saying – you said I wouldn't go that far about Fat fat Thor, but my God, he's $21 million. He should win 10 damn games. He should win 15. He's coming off Tommy John. I don't care. But how old is, is Syndergaard? I'd say at late 20s. 28. I was I was thinking he might have been around thirty. So I mean, I, I was without just, looking it up. I'd say late twenties. I I just feel like it's a little late for the. Well, you get the Tommy John and you get better. I he's already been in the league a minute. Smoltz had a late in his career. So I mean, let's yeah, see yeah, what Verlander does next year. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's compare and everybody. Speaking to of Smoltz. Verlander, just re up for twenty five mil one year back in 
H-Town. Now, is he the first to uh, go back to Houston? Are all the other ones still out there? Which other ones? Uh, the Houston Astro free agents. Correa. Yeah, Correa's, and, uh, Correa hasn't signed. And who's the other one? And then an outfielder and another pitcher, correct? I have no idea. Uh, I didn't think anyone would sign much before this labor agreement was settled. It's been a little bit of movement. We've had a little bit. Yeah. Nothing crazy. But, but, I mean, but, I think it's the people who's wanting to overspend, and the guys are just taking it. Right. So, I mean, why wouldn't they? If you're, if you're Syndergaard, you want to take $20 million next year, guaranteed, give it to me now. Yeah. And I love the fit. I mean, like, Anaheim, my God, not Anaheim, Los Angeles now. They love throwing lots of money at bad free agents. Well, they're still in Anaheim. Yes. <laughs> Are they still the Los Angeles or the Angels An- of Anaheim? Yeah. Yes. That's a mouthful. Yeah. So they're Anaheim to me, damn it. That's, uh, that's so a mouthful. The California Angels. I still think of 10 Salmon and David Eckstein. Eckstein. <laughs> Not Epstein. <laughs> I think of the Angels. I think of Leslie Nielsen and OJ. Oh, that's that's exactly right. And uh, Reggie we Jackson must kill the Queen. So, so let me ask you. Uh, we also have Cy Young winners out there, and uh, who, who we uh, got? Biggie's favorite, Robbie Ray. Robbie I had Ray. him on my fantasy team, although he did not win it the National League. I also had Zach Wheeler, who was in the top hold on, three. Hold on. Let's let's get back to Robbie Ray though. What even drafted in fantasy leagues? No, he that's wasn't. how he how much he came out of nowhere. Would you agree? Yeah, he what was a guy who had strikeouts in previous years. I picked him up as a streamer because he was a high strikeout guy. I liked him, held on to him. He developed into a guy who was still a high strikeout guy. Became good with uh, ERA, WHIP. Obviously, good what's enough to weird, win the National though? League Spent or all the American those, League what, MVP. Three or four years on the, on the Diamondbacks. Yep, National League guy. He had the ninth place pitcher hitting there. And he was okay. He goes AL, DH, dominant this year. I don't know if he's always done it, but grunting every single pitch, like Serena Williams uh, hitting that, hitting that. <laughs> he was grunting, like, ah! And he, he did his thing. And you like you picked him up for a spot starting fantasy, and you're Never like, Never dropped Damn. him again. Rode him all year. All year long. So Robbie Ray's a surprise. He beat out Garrett Cole, and the New Yorkers aren't having it. Well, now, he- National League. Corbin Burns? All I can say was he wasn't too impressive in the division series. <laughs> he did not. Uh, I think a person should have went to Zach Wheeler. Just my opinion. Why? why? I, I just feel like overall body of work, he done a lot better job. Uh, I, I want to honestly argue that Corbin Burns was number three. I would have went Wheeler, Scherzer, then Burns. But he won, so, I mean, I can't say much. It was close. Yeah. It's not like an they atrocity. Were, they were all right there. Yeah. I, like, I can't get mad about it, but it's getting harder and harder to decipher the Cy Young winner. And let's not forget, Urias was 20 and three, and he wasn't even in the top three. That's why I was going to bring up years ago as we're growing up, we're all, you know, you had to have millennial, whatever wins. we are, 39, 40 years old wins was a very important If you didn't statistic. have 20, you weren't going to win the Cy Young. Yeah. Now the only guy who wins 20, and he only won 20 because he was like 20 and 3 or 20 and 4, yep. can't even be a finalist for the award for the best pitcher in his league. That's how much the game has changed. So it, it's it's probably the toughest award, and I think it's going to change over time. Maybe how we look at that. I mean, you're, you know you're what I think it changed. You might get a middle reliever win at one day. Who knows? Felix Hernandez won the AL Cy Young Award with uh, God was it 13 wins one year, 13 and 12, but he yeah, was dominant he, and everything else. He was on a bad team. Yeah. I think that's when the, the wins part of it changed because to me, like we just said, 20 wins. Oh, he's the Cy Young winner. Nope, can't even get in the top three. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just – They don't happen anymore. It's no. just different. It's different. Now now we're going through playoff games with bullpen starts. Like, it's in the World Series of all things. But, anyway, we still have uh, a wonderful offseason to look forward to uh, with uh, winter meetings and uh, labor stoppages hopefully being avoided and then the free hey, agent. Before you get into that, too, the NL MVP, we didn't really go into much detail. Bryce you had, Harper. You had Harper, Tatis. Who was the other one? You had Juan Soto. They sold off. Stud of a hitter, right? And then Tatis. I don't know how you give it to Tatis. One, for two reasons. Because one, he got hurt. He missed a lot of time. And two, the Padres were a shoe-in for a playoff lock, and they just completely fell. What a shit show they they were They finished under 579, 83, something like that. They were one or two games under. So So you can't – no. No, to – 
piggy on piggyback onto what you just said there. We made a bet about spicy ramen in the National League West. Am I buying them or are you buying them? We haven't seen them. We got to get to this. Yeah. Uh, Do I need to buy them? I'll buy them. And then eat them? I'll I thought buy Chad em. bought them. I'll, I'll buy them. You let me know what to buy. Let's make it spicy. I know it won't affect you. It would put me in the hospital. To get <laughs> lucky that I lost. The reason that I brought this up was because I made that bet because I thought the Padres were going to win the win the West. Shoot it. You said you'd take the Dodgers. I could have the rest of the division, which locked out for me. But I thought for sure the Padres were going to win 100 games and take the West this year. Nah, they, they decided they were not interested in doing that, and they'd rather fight with themselves. But uh, I, I think to what Mr. Brown's point was, was you know, the, the race for the MVP a little closer. Tatis fell off. And the none Padres of them were in the playoffs again. Right. When's the last time we've had two MVP races with none of them in the playoffs? I don't know. You tell me. Like, I, I read today that, you know, and I'm a Braves fan, that Raleigh finished seventh and Freeman finished tenth in MVP voting for the World Series champion. Make that make sense. Because, you know, it's like what they say. We've had this discussion where (laughs) Major League Baseball is the one sport where you do not have to be the best player on the best team. you just best player out there, period. Not only that, Major League Baseball is the worst sport to market their up-and-coming talent. It's so regional. That's That's why Rob Manfred can come out and say that I support the chant in Atlanta with the chop because it's regional, it's respected within that area. He's not trying to market what they think in L.A., well, even uh, who cares what people pros and cons. It's of not going to people in LA going to stop buying Atlanta Braves gear that are buying it now. Hell no, uh, it's it's stupid. Anyway, yeah, it's nice to to get the MLB superlatives out of the way. Uh, you know, we like like I said earlier, we got a lot of fun stuff to look forward to when it comes to the baseball offseason. So I'm sure we'll be back in December talking baseball plenty. Uh, and, and, you know, the the labor negotiations are going to kind of dictate where the rest of these free agents kind of go and what's going to happen. So, yeah, so a lot, lot to watch. I did a poll in my group today about the – the labor stoppage, yeah, will, if will, there is one. Will we have a stoppage? And Survey says? No, it was like, will we start on time? Will we have a delayed season, shortened season, or not a season at all? And we have a lot of optimists out there thinking that the season will start on time. And it was like 55 to 45 on the percentage. I'm here to tell you now, the season will not start on time. And if we got a shortened season, I'll be happy with that. It's not happening. This is going to be the, like the 95 season all over. It's not that you're wow, not How you're going deep with that. You I, I think it's here's, – Here's the thing. I, I, without saying anything about the inside knowledge or the workings of the negotiations, I'll just say I tend to agree with him just based on the fact that I don't trust MLB's leadership to get the job done in a tight manner. We it's, saw it's the negotiations out. back and forth with the COVID season. Like That, that was a precursor. Yeah, it, it was a sign of things to come. I mean, and like, let's look at it. Like, we only had a season because eventually the MLB was like, listen, we got a contract. You guys are going to work. And it didn't sit well with the players' union. Tony Clark wasn't happy. He was pissed. So I feel like Tony Clark's going to use this time to shine and be like, I'm going to get every possible thing I can. If you don't like it, guess what? Montreal Expos all over again, 1994, <laughs> baby. It's my opinion. Not, you're, you're probably not wrong, but we, we get to watch it play out in the in the next couple months. I hope here. the people in my group are absolutely right and I'm wrong. Right. I want to be wrong. Let's get baseball started on time, but probably not going to happen. We do want to let you know that this segment, this episode is brought to you by The Royal Fit. So if you're looking for personal, professional graphic design, whether you need mugs, T-shirts, stickers, banners, blankets, tumblers, magnets, anything, you name it, you can find it at theroyalfit.com. Don't overpay for shopping online at the conglomerates that are out there. Everybody's popped up all over the place. Go with a a nice local small business in the Midwest. Don't overpay. And if you're a small business, you can save and you can support a small business at the same time by having the Royal Fit fit your needs. You can find them at theroyalfit.com or send them an email at mrroyalfit at gmail.com. All right, so just to try to keep our egos going in the right direction, some more positive National Basketball Association talk. So do you know who has the best record in the NBA right now? Golden State Warriors. And I heard Clay Thompson starting to do some five-on-five drills. He'll be back around Christmas. They'll use him back in. So are the Warriors legit? Oh, yeah. They're 12-2. They're and two. 
The Warriors are top five in the league in points for, points against, steals, DVOA. They're back to doing what the Warriors did in 2015, 16, 17. Uh, Do you know who has the best record in the Eastern Conference? Uh, uh, Sorry, the Wizards. Yeah, the Washington Uh, Wizards. Can you name their starting five? I can name three of them. All right. I saw something where somebody was online saying – I could probably name five of them. If you had the – if it's a video game version, it's like a team of nothing but 80 overall people. Bradley (laughs) Bill, David B. Trans, Daniel Gafford. Spencer Dunwitty? Dinwitty. Dinwitty. Uh, and then you four. got uh, what's his name from the Lakers came over Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. So good they job. Look at us. Gr- they might is... not start every night, but we're calling them the no, starting no. five. Kuzma is he has he's averaging almost ten rebounds a game. Yeah, this is uh, why we played fantasy basketball so we can have these yeah. conversations. But the the uh, Wizards are ten and four. No, I'm glad you brought it up because literally last night. So I knew the Bulls started out strong. So I was like, I wonder where they're at. And I went and looked. The only team in the Eastern Conference that was better than the Bulls was the Wizards. And then I was like, well, the Wizards? Yeah. So I went and looked at their stats. And I'm like, who, who, are, who the hell are these who guys? Who are these guys? Like the, like the Indians grounds crew <laughs> in Major League. And I'm like, they're who are bunch, these guys? They're a bunch so of shit. So we had Bradley Bill. We had Spencer Dunwitty. We had uh, Kuzma. And I'm like thinking – Holy shit! This is a good team coming together. I I mean it's it might be like the it Pistons so back weird. in the day, just the parts and all that stuff. But, but they were ten and three at that point. All right, so just a couple others I, I want to shout out. So the Suns uh, are eleven and three. So they they are right back to where they were last year, playing really competitive. Uh, the Bucks, are you worried about them at seven and eight? No, I'm not because what you've learned early in the year is that Brooke Lopez is really important to that overall team. He's been out, and I think that's a big miss for them. So are, are you worried about Giannis telling GQ magazine that he doesn't know where the future is going to take him, and he you may know, not? Well, be he he did an honest interview. He's locked up for the next five years. He did come out the next game and score like 45 points. Yeah. Like I'm going to still give you everything I got. To me, if I were a Bucks fan and I heard that, I'd be like, all right, so here's this guy who could have left once, stayed here because he wanted to win a title here, and that was a goal of his. Now he's saying, we'll see how I feel in two years. I'm good with that. That's still like not now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then uh, the Lakers are 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, Is LeBron playing this week, it looks like? He might be coming back from a fake abdominal injury at fake. some point this week. Load management. Well, just like Biggie's basketball group is officially called, we hate LeBron. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> just because I can't stand LeBron because he's a bitch. He's a great basketball player. <laughs> he's just a really bitch. Uh, uh, the most important thing that's happened to the Lakers so far this week is that the Staples Center is now becoming the Crypto.com Center. All right, you brought me into the next segment. I got a little trivia for you guys. Wow, that's depressing, even as not a Laker fan. Like, But are you really like, oh, the Staples Center had such – you know, it's not the Great Western Forum. It's not Madison Square Garden. It became the Staples Center in 99. They've won five titles there. Shaq, Kobe. Kobe's last game is at the Staples Center. It's still the same. What did they call it before 99? Do you remember? It was, no, it was Staples when it opened up. They moved yeah. into it. They were the Great Western Forum all through the 70s, 80s, 90s. Okay. Yeah. Different building okay, in Inglewood. Okay. And then uh, they Staples got a lifetime deal. Who thought that a office supply company would be falling on hard times one day? Wow. Uh, Dunder Mifflin is uh, looking at you going, I-, I feel it, man. Power paper. I just <laughs> – like in ten years, can it still be crypto.com? I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. So here, here's the question: Is Mike buying stock on this, dude? You're trying to <laughs> eliminate. You're competing against a currency. You're trying to eliminate. There's no way crypto can exist. So here, here's my questions to you guys, and I'm gonna go back and forth. Right. I, I'm gonna tell you the name of a stadium. And you got to tell me whose it is because we talk about these name changes. This happens sometimes. So uh, I, I'm just gonna point. So is it one sport? I'm just gonna tell general. you. That. I'm just gonna tell you the name of the state. All right, all right. You tell fair, me whose it is. Enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Ring Central Coliseum. The uh, Colorado Avalanche. You want to steal? What'd you say it was called? Ring Central Coliseum. No idea. It's the Oakland Athletics. Wow. All right. How about Billy Bean selling out now? I'm I'm going to Biggie on Do this. They one still again. pay for cola. All right. How about <laughs> how about Empower and it's spelled E M P O W E R Field. Empower Field. It's gonna be baseball. 
Uh, Either can answer. I thought for sure you'd know this. Empower Field. Uh, you I feel like I should know what I'm drawing a blank. I want to say the... Hmm. I have no clue. <laughs> what if I told you it was Empower Field at Mile High? Oh, easy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the Broncos. Oh, still, I was thinking the, the Rockies. No, nope, yep. it's still Coors. Uh, how about Progressive Field? Cleveland. All right. Lone Depot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Guardians. Guardians. They settled that. It's the Guardians. Right. Uh, Roller Derby. I apologize. L- Lone Depot Park. Wow, it's so stupid. I hate That's got to be. Uh, I hate them. It's baseball. Like, think yeah. about it. I'm going to go to Lone Depot Park. Well, see, you say Home Depot. I think Arthur Blank. I think Atlanta, but now, I know it's Lone not Depot, the Braves. And uh, who needs loans? What city? It's in. It's in Miami. Say, oh, huh. I was, was going to say Detroit. No, it's the it's the Marlins. All right. Uh, how about Nissan Stadium? Oh, that's Tennessee. Good job, Tennessee Titans. There you go. Okay. Uh, guaranteed rate field. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> Is it Cavaliers? Nope. It's, fe- a, field. it's a field. <laughs> Sorry. Baltimore. Uh, no, no, they're M&T Bank. It's baseball. It's the Chicago White Sox. This oh. is so bad. What happened to Comiskey? Uh, it's it's been guaranteed right oh. field. All right, how about it's it's stylized with the letters N, R, and G. NRG Stadium. Houston. Good job. Texans. Baseball. Oh, Texans. All right, let's follow it up with Played First Super Energy. Down there. First Energy Stadium. First Energy Diamond is Diamondbacks. It's football. No. Oh. First energy stadium football is the Washington football team. <laughs> the emails no. It's it's uh Cleveland. Oh. The Browns. You would never guess that. I, I was thinking South. Okay. State Farm Stadium. Where did is that Peyton Manning? No, he ain't State Farm. State Farm is in Arizona. Yes, it's the Cardinals. Nice. T I A A Bank Field. T-I-A-A Bank. Oh, my God. That's a football stadium. Yep. And it is... Uh, Chargers? Nope. No, East it's... Coast. Uh, oh. The Jets. <laughs> no, they're in MetLife. All right. It's uh, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, my oh. God. I was going to guess Panthers. All right. Last one I got because this has been a painful battle of attrition. Sorry, Chad. Uh, Highmark Stadium. Well, that is obviously an insurance. Though. That's a Let's northeast... NFL. Highmark. AFC. Bills. Buffalo Bills. Oh, wow. All right, Biggie, you got like 35% right. Biggie did really good. I was really thinking that you were going to like hit these baseball ones. No. I was surprised. No, they've changed so much. I don't really care anymore. Mm. But uh, I hate corporations. For what it's worth, I didn't write it down because I thought you would know it just because the owner, but uh, the Cleveland Cavs is the – it's called like the Quicken Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I knew is, that one. Is what it's called Actually. now. So anyway, uh, so your question about crypto.com and Staples Center and all that stuff. Yeah, nobody's going to know it in 10 years because we don't care. Yeah. Hey, everybody, don't forget to follow along and like us on your favorite social media platforms. If you're a Facebook fan, just search for We Don't Know Sports, the podcast. If Twitter is more your thing, you can find our handle at We Don't Sports. You can go old school and drop us a line through our email box. The address there is We Don't Know Sports at Yahoo.com. This podcast is hosted by the company SoundCloud and is available on Google Play and iTunes, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Please be sure to subscribe to get notifications whenever new episodes are available. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you might recognize that song. It's been a minute since we've played it, but we went back to social media and we asked everybody, just go back to when you were a little younger, maybe when you were really getting into sports. Who was that one crush, that one sports crush you had? Who did you just fall head over heels for? Who was it that you couldn't stop thinking about? You had their pictures on the wall, and we got to say, the lady followers out there, they stepped up their game too, and they let us know how they felt, so... We got a list. Let's run the gambit here. Mr. Brown, you got a couple pulled up here. And, like, we know we're going to get our obvious uh, Anna Kornikovas, the, uh, you know, uh, figure skaters, you know, are going to make an appearance, all that stuff. But let's let's just start. What, what popped up here? What, what's new on the list that we haven't seen? I mean, we got some new ones. We, they keep rolling in. It so. just doesn't stop. No, we got David H. Plows. 
says, showing my age. Mine were Peggy Fleming and Chris Everett. All right, so I remember uh, Chris Everett. I think Peggy Fleming was a uh, was a swimmer, maybe or ice skater. I don't know, but Chris Everett was a. Uh, Wasn't that the one who was famous for not being on the Jim Rome show? Uh, Chris th- Everett. It was related to that Chris Everett. That is who uh, she was a tennis player. Is that, is that true? That's who Jim Everett was. Jim Everett uh, was quarterback, Los Angeles correct. Rams. They, they, Jim called, Rome kept calling him Chris, Chris Everett, Everett right. and he wasn't yes. tough. There you go. Yep. Exactly. So David H. Plows loves Chris Everett. All right. We have Santos Jr. Salinas, Mary Lou Retton. All right. West Virginia Flair, a little Fairmont she, love. She was on there a few times. Derek Watson also loved her. We have I think it was the haircut. Paul Boder <laughs> says, I always love Florence Griffith Joyner and Gail Devers. All right, you know what her. I'd like to throw on with them is that so we had a uh, – Shannon Brown mention, I believe, early 90s uh, women female Olympians made a resounding appearance on this list. Yes, they did. A lot of love for the track stars. Shannon Miller. Shannon Miller, U.S. uh, gymnastic team. Yes. I'm sure we'll get to that. Uh, Jeff Muncie, top fan Jeff Muncie, I might add. Top fan. Loved him some, uh, what's her name, the race car driver? Oh, Danica. There you Donica. go, Patrick. There you go, Jeff Ponson. Aaron Rodgers loved him some Danica, too. For a minute. But can she drive a car? I don't know. <laughs> we have Chris Everett. We, we already talked about her. Oh, Michael Calvin Sr. loved him some Tanya Harding. That, now, see, I think that's just sarcasm. You don't, You think? I, I, I mean, come on. You think? What do you think, Biggie? I think that's sarcasm. I agree. Yeah. All right. Moving on. So do you want me to bring up Anna Kornikova or Maria Sharapova? I mean, I think those Ah. two are probably – Biggie, calm down. Biggie loves him, Ah. Maria Sharapova. I'm going to bring up Ty Miller because he's a huge contributor to my baseball group. He also contributed here. He says, Maria Sharapova – Turned Ronda Rousey, turned Paige Van Zant. So his latest. Oh, stop the show, Paige Van Zant. Now that is the winner, hands down. And if you don't keep your hands down, you try to put them up, she'll knock them down. (laughs) So, Mr. Ty Miller. We agree, right? That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a winner. I like how he took us through the chronological. I might just buy him a t shirt. I love that. He should get one. Because he's always, like, just abusing the boomers of my group. Maybe that's the T-shirt we make is just the uh, the evolution of your sports crash. And we just have a picture of those three on there. So, Ty Get Miller. T-shirt. Ty Miller, buy I'm it. buying you a T-shirt. <laughs> All right. So, Roger Dernalay said Katarina Witt. It's, Vit, it's Vit, actually, because yep. she's, she's German. Oh, and, okay. And she was uh, one of the first Olympic athletes to pose for Playboy, if I, if I remember really? correctly. Really? Yes. Yeah. Before Playboy went, like, G-rated. This is yeah, like this real been like Playboy. The 80s. This is when Hef was still running the show. Yeah. Back when he was still saying, come to my grotto, let's talk yeah, about your Back strength. when they had yeah. cocaine. Hey, amen. <laughs> Good friend of the show, sadly, I believe him, Bo Payne said, definitely Caitlyn Jenner. And I said, sadly, Bo, I believe you. Yeah. So uh, on on uh, another sarcastic note, there was somebody put John Cruck on there. If you can find that one, we can give him a shout out. And uh, I, was, I was like, wow. And I went and posted the picture anyway. And he just said that that mullet and that haircut and that physique just broods max- masculinity. Jason Albertorio. Albertorio. John okay. Cruck. Not only that, uh, John Cruck is my neighbor's cousin. Right. Right down the street. So it, this is hitting close to home. Mary Lou Red, John Cruck. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you love that mullet? Chris Nilner said Ricky Rubio. Ah, little Spanish flavor there. I like it. Uh, how about uh, some of the ladies, though? What were uh, some of the ones they uh, had? Courtney Kittleson says J.J. Watt or Devin Booker. All right. J.J. Watt or Devin Booker. I wonder if she's just a Phoenix sports fan now that J.J.'s out there. Is that what that is? What do you think, Chad? I'm thinking maybe. If you were a lady. Where would you where would you trend to? I mean, gotta be JJ, right? JJ's more of a man, right? Nothing yeah. against Devin Booker, but like, didn't Devin they, date one of the Kardashians? Yeah, like you're just doing it for status. Hated now. it. Let's move <laughs> on. All right, there's a. Yeah, what you got, Biggie? Well, I was going to say, I saw this name mentioned a couple different times. The first time I see it mentioned is by Josh Reed. It's uh, Jennifer Capriati. 
Yes. Yeah, Jennifer Capriati, tennis phenom back when she was young. I remember watching her in elementary school in gym class with Miss Marshall. Yes. Miss Marshall also had a poster of Chris Everett. On, yeah, on the wall. she loved so, her from Capriati versus Monica Sellis and all those. People. Yeah, Monica Sellis. Monica Sellis is the one that took the knife, though, yeah, right? She got stabbed. Okay. Uh, Nick Forker says, "Is Carrie Underwood an athlete? Because I choose her." <laughs> <laughs> she sings uh, the she, Sunday she, night she song. Sings. I guess Does that, that count? counts. We will allow it. Uh, Corey Goff, Big Perm, Fantasy Football League. Says Trish Stratus, but something about Danica Patrick too. Yeah, yeah, I, that was a recurring theme. So we we see that. I like uh, Bruce Petrie, who would not name one because he said tennis and golf legs when there's too many to choose between. He's not wrong, and I, I don't appreciate the cop out answer there. Yeah, it can't be like that. All right, do we got it? We got a good one to end with, or anything like that. You got one. Right, here's one. Here's the, I thought this was interesting. Celine Narducci says, "Ernie Banks." I saw that one, and and I was like, of all people, Ernie Banks. Like, I'm not thinking. God rest his soul. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we had some Tom Brady's on there, and and some different things like that. But Ernie Banks is not one you're thinking is going to pop up. So. You know, way to way to dig deep and pull one out, Biggie. You got one. Just one other one. I appreciate it. It was from Joshua Smith, and he had a toss up. He went, you know, chronologically here. His first crush was Miss Elizabeth. Second, as he got a little older, Nancy Kerrigan. His third and final, Christy Yamaguchi. There you go. So he likes the figure skaters, but uh, Miss Elizabeth, you know, back in the day, that that's just you know, she was an icon. And, uh, yeah, of course, we got the Trish Stratuses that pop up. We have the uh, – I think Paige was on there a couple times. Uh, you know, no, ho- and Mary Lou Retton. Also, I'm trying to find a uh, good friend of the show, Christina Hill, I believe. She loved the old school WCW Sting. She did the blonde version with yes. the neon. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And then on top of that, we had Stephanie Orlett, who loved her some Ryan Sandberg. Ah, uh, and there was somebody had a John Olerud on there. There it was. Uh, Christina Hill. Love me some blonde-haired neon sting back in the day. <laughs> See, we read your comments, guys. We're paying attention. But, you know, so, we, uh, we want to just direct everyone back to the Facebook page. You can find the, the feed. And if you haven't commented, you need to say who your crush was. Even better, fella, uh, uh, Miss Canadian here with uh, rings true to Biggie, Erlene Ledeau Boudreaux. Love her some John Olerud. There was the John Olerud. I knew it was on there somewhere. Yeah, that's good. All right, so we got we got some rare ones on there. So we're not just you know checking boxes. Damn, guys. if he didn't look sexy in that helmet, ah, on first you. base. <laughs> All right, so guys, if you haven't hit that page up, go find We Don't Know Sports on Facebook. Find the Crush feed and go ahead and hit us up. We want to hear from you. All right, fellas, it's almost time for our Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks, which definitely need to recover from last week. Uh, But before we jump into that, just a couple little tidbits here around the NFL. So, you know, we had all the drama about Aaron Rodgers and the the COVID thing. So there's a couple little tidbits of news that came out here in the past 24 to 48 hours. One, uh, Biggie, I think you saw uh, first maybe with Antonio Brown. Think vax card. We all joked about it. Where are you going to get it from? I don't know where he got it from, but he got one. He said it was $500, right? Now, did it say McLovin in Hawaii? <laughs> no. no, that was Aaron Rodgers' okay. card. Okay. <laughs> Now it said there, Mick Gruden in Vegas. <laughs> there, there was a uh, there was another uh, player, a starting quarterback this week, came out and said that he doesn't have COVID and he would love to talk about it, but it's just going to be a distraction, so we're not going to talk about it. Did you hear that? I did not. Who was that? It is the one, the only Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's quarterback elite. for the Jets. He's starting this Sunday. Yeah, but he uh, doesn't have his uh, COVID vaccination, and he'll, he'd like to talk to you about Whoa, 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 whoa. Kyrie wants to know how he can play for the Jets, and he Kyrie cannot play for where the, the Jets. Where do the Jets play? Uh, New York, New Jersey. They, no, just New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your caveat. He's able to get there. Uh, and uh, the other, other thing I wanted to hit on just on football-related stuff before we get into our picks, uh, college football playoff, top four. 
pretty much stayed the same. Ohio State, though, in there, I put something up on social media this week where it showed that Ohio State's the only top 10 team without a win over a ranked top 25. Cincinnati technically should be ahead of them if you were actually grading them off who they played. But here's the thing. You got Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan. One of those three teams is going to win out through the Big Ten and be in. Yeah, so they're going to kind of cancel each other out, which is kind of why this is an exercise of madness doing this now. But either way, the uh, ESPN football championship playoff bracket will be set soon, and we'll kind of go from there. But uh, I just want chaos, man. I want the one team that's not supposed to get in, get in just for the fun of it. And who knows? Who knows what happens? But uh, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think it's uh, I think it's time to hit some music. I'll turn the page over as I got the picks pulled up here, and we'll get into this is week 11, right? It's time for the week 11 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks, and we all went ahead and took. I, I, Biggie's probably upset we don't really get a segment on this. He's about to sell. The Patriots are playing tonight, but so are the West Virginia Mountaineers in basketball, so we're watching that right now. But the Patriots outvoted to there. We all picked them to cover the six and a half on the road in Atlanta. It's thirteen nothing right now. It's thirteen. So we're still we're still doing good there, even though we all picked the Patriots. Yeah. I can't believe we did that unanimously. Uh, on a Thursday. On a Thursday. We never have a unanimous Thursday pick. So we might actually. All I know is if Mr. Brown took the Patriots, it means I'm starting out one and zero. Exactly. <laughs> Amen, brother. All right. Well, let's just let's let's knock these bad boys out. Follow me to freedom. <laughs> Charlie Stoddard. Come get you whooping, Charlie. But uh, uh, Mr. Brown's still in first place. Biggie's in second. I'm like nine games under 500. So. As shitty as I was, I gained games on Biggie last week. We were all shitty last week. And hey, I- I- I'm going to be honest, fellas. Like I already said in your, uh, weeks past, years past, whatever. I- I'm not at this point. The Braves don't won the World Series. I'm not with these picks. I'm not playing to win. I'm playing not to lose. Yeah, you're just trying to keep your cushion. I'm trying to keep my cushion on the notorious B.I.G. Keep uh, playing with the cushion. That's yeah. what happens when people fall apart. Can't so. you see? <laughs> so you're telling me you're not playing to win. You're playing not to lose. Exactly. That's what I just said. You my God, spoken like a true Mountaineers fan. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, let's see how he does. Uh, how about how if about- I beat you with just a bonus? So do you, do you want to mix things up? Do you want to have Mr. Brown pick first this week? Or do you want to go first? I mean, I'm fine going first. Okay, so it gives, him a, it gives him a chance to make sure oh, he, he is the reigning champ. Where he has a he's pick a here champ. or there, and he's not sure he can ride my coattails hey, and he doesn't when, lose When anything. I win this year, I'll go first next year. God, is that fair? <laughs> That's fine. And and I already have mine wrote down, so we're, we'll just keep it in the normal order we're in. So, Biggie, the first game on the docket after tonight's game is the Indianapolis Colts, your Colts. They go on the road to, uh, I can't remember the name of the stupid stadium now that we can think of earlier, but Buffalo. Highmark. Highmark That's Stadium. Terrible. That's terrible. Where uh, the Bills are a seven-point home favorite. This should be getting the table stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Bills have been a little up and down lately. That loss to the Jaguars was horrible, but if you look at it, Jags only put nine points on the board. Bounced back last week against a horrible Jets team. I do think the Bills win this game, but the Colts are riding real nice right now. They've won five of seven. They'll keep it close enough. I'm taking the Colts to cover it plus seven. Bills and Colts seven. And Andy. In Buffalo, Buffalo is a seven-point favorite. Ah, I'm going Buffalo. Uh, You're the one wolf, buddy. I'm I'm a biggie. Indy's riding high, and I just don't count on Buffalo to cover the spread. Don't win. But seven's a big spread for a team because Indy plays everybody close to Oh, come on. Jonathan Taylor. So uh, you want to go ahead. Best running back in the league. I I went with the Bills, right? Yeah. What what does the Bill do? Yeah. Devon! It goes through uh, tables. <laughs> I changed my pick. <laughs> no. No, I don't even know what to do with the Bills. Let's see here. The Bills. Bills Dad. I want a song, brother, because I'm on a limb here. Save me, brother. We're going to put it on our page this week. All right, we got to tag Lone Wolf, Dig the Grove. <laughs> we got to tag him now. All right, let's go to Houston and Tennessee. Tennessee at home. They're the number one team in our power rankings now. They're a 10-point home favorite against the Mighty Texans. I'm going to roll with those Mighty Texans to cover this week with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback. You're out of here, buddy. So you're taking Tennessee? Uh, I mean, I am too. I don't know why he thinks the Texans are going to. Is this because Tyrod's back? 
Well, and I think that the uh, Titans themselves are going to hit just a little bit of law this week. They'll still win the game. It'll be 28-20 or something like that. But uh, they've been riding high for a while. You hit a little lump in the road at a certain point. Uh, it could happen, but uh, it's not going to happen this week. They cover that one. So you're a lone Titan, buddy. Yeah, you're a lone Texan. Giddy up. There you go. <laughs> we don't know what the hell a Texan or a Titan That's does I'm anyway. never picking the Texans again. <laughs> Get along, little doggy. Unless everyone picks them. All right, the Baltimore Ravens going on the road to Chicago. Lamar Jackson hasn't practiced today. The receivers haven't practiced two days in a row. So put all that in the, in the pot. The Ravens are still a five-point road favorite going into Windy City. I think the Ravens have a bounce back. They're coming off an extra little bit of prep from the Thursday night game against the Dolphins. I think they win this game. 23-17. They cover. You said Ravens and uh, Bears. Yes. Five and a half? Just five. Five. In Chicago. In Chicago. Mm. What's the deal with Lamar? He missed practice today because he's sick. Not COVID. We don't know why. Not COVID. Just All sick. they specified was not COVID related. Correct. I'm going to take the Bears. Uh, I also picked the Bears to cover just because the Ravens are that team that just, I don't know. Man. You don't know what to expect week to week. Right. right? And, and now that everybody's sick and banged up, like I have no confidence in them. So you're alone. Dolphins win a bunch of cover zero. They saw it. They don't know what to do now. Uh, Ravens. Quote the biggie, nevermore. <laughs> All right, how about the Green Bay Packers on the road to Biggie's second favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings? Skull boy, back up with the Vikings. <laughs> the Vikings are a one and a half point home dog. They'll win this game by 10 points. The Vikings will? Yes. Wow. I'm going Packers. I, I'm also going Packers. Uh, just. Not, they're they're about to cement their place at the top of the heap. They're about to be the best team in the NFL, and you're going to find out this Sunday. I'm about ready to cut off Biggie's new fancy glass because I don't want him to take himself. I, I don't want to win like it's this. It's a bottomless glass. I'm not going to win like this, damn it. It's been a bottomless it's glass. It's bottomless. <laughs> we've, got, we've got three lone wolves in All a right. row. Vikings, lone wolf. Skull. <laughs> All right, our uh, friends uh, up in Detroit, they're going on the road to Cleveland where the Browns are an 11-point home favorite. Ooh, I got the Lions to cover. I don't think Goff is playing in this game. That's probably better for the Lions. If they could just put DeAndre Swift in the uh, Wildcat, I think they'd be better off. I'm taking the Lions as well because all I've read all week long is how everyone hates Baker. The, the team's falling apart. Was it Odell? Was it, is it Baker? I think the Lions will continue to play the game close. I don't know if they'll win. I'd like to see them get the first win, but they're going to play it close. I think it might be their first win. I don't necessarily would put money on it, but they're definitely not going to lose by double digits. So, so you're also picking the Lions. We're all Lions. All right. again. Hey, it worked so well last week. I thought he was trying to persuade us not to. No, I was just giving you information. Right, cool. I was just I'm, – I'm being that guy. Thank you. Uh, Lee Corso. Dan Patrick. <laughs> San Francisco is on the road to TIAA Bank Stadium. We know that now. That's Jacksonville. Uh, the Niners coming off a big win, six-and-a-half-point road favorite. On the Niners on the East Coast. Niners found game. their mojo. They're going to run over top of the Jags, giving the Niners for the cover. Uh, I'm also going Niners all day. Debo and Kittle's back now. I'm taking the Niners all day. Yeah, they look like a different team. Defense looks good. They're going to scare the shit out of uh, – Urban Meyer, Urban and Cowboy, the Clemson Golden Boy, Sunshine. Sunshine. All right, how about the Washington emails the on the road to Carolina? Where emails, emails with Cam Newton starting. Man, I mean, there's just this is like a backstory. This is full circle. This is great. You got Ron Rivera coaching against these four. They asked him if he had plays. They didn't want him in him. Washington, Cam Newton, but here he is back against his old coach. So what happens? What happens? The Panthers are a three point favorite i love this game the team that didn't want him versus the team that took him back only because they had no other option i really think that cam lights it up for another week or two and then we remember why no one in the league wanted him (laughs) until now give me the panthers to cover the washington emails have been to me one of the most disappointing teams very disappointing delete delete 
say it again. Delete. Delete. That's what's going to happen Sunday. Cam Newton, he's going to pull out that Superman uni. He's going to show why he rallies the locker room on the emails. And they're winning this week outright. They might win by two touchdowns. I don't know. We'll have to watch and see. It's a Medea family reunion. The Panthers, they win this one by 10 points or more. Like, I think Washington. Chase Young's out for the year now, too. So He is, yes. Yeah. So, that's, that's another blow. So, yeah, easily Carolina. All right, Nolans with uh, Trevor Simeon at the helm going into Philadelphia. Philly is a two-point home favorite. Wow. The Eagles are such a dog shit team. I don't know how they, they cover every Denver. week. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I know what you said. They went into Denver the week after Denver spanked the Cowboys. I don't know what to think of them. I don't know what to think of the Eagles. Here's what I know about this game. The Saints have a talented roster and a Hall of Fame head coach. They're a two-point road underdog. They're right now a wild card in the NFC. Give me the Saints to figure out how to win this game. I'm picking the Saints as well. Uh, I felt like it was an anomaly because I was so pissed I picked up Denver's defense for fantasy, (laughs) thinking they was going to just destroy Philly last week, and they let me down. But I feel like the Saints, they're going to find a way to do their thing, no matter who's the quarterback, even if it's uh, old special Tebow with the right hand. I, I hate this game because uh, I, I think it's it's probably the hardest one on the schedule to pick this week. I, I'm taking Philly just because they're at home. I, 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 I had Ooh. confidence in New Orleans to come back and beat Tennessee last week, and they did cover, and I got that right. One of the few games I got right, but I, I just I, I don't know. It's a, it's at home for Philly, so I just got them covering. So I'll give you my fly Eagles fly. Uh, that's that's my lone wolf. Vince Papali coming out that time. You got to do the yeah. seal. Seal, sing it. What the hell are you talking about? Fly like an eagle. Oh, I was. Uh, see, I wouldn't think of Seal for that. I would go with the Steve Miller band. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> you said fly, eagles fly, and I just thought, you know, into the future. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Bring more acid. <laughs> The Miami Dolphins on the road to New Jersey in the fighting Joe Flacco's, where Miami is a three and a half. He don't have COVID. Three and a half point road favorite for the Dolphins. Both these teams are dog crap, but the Dolphins have won two straight. Two is playing good football. I don't know what the Jets are. I don't know what the Dolphins are, but I will take the Dolphins to cover. I don't care what the cover is, what the spread is. You just told me. Dolphins defense is balling. I don't care who's a quarterback for the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm taking the Dolphins all day long. Thank you, Allie Goodman, because you've inspired me. Uh, I can't add anything to that epic rant. It's definitely the Dolphins. How are you taking the Jets? They had Mike White. Went to the Hall of Fame, put his shoes in there, then now he's already run out of the city. So, no, but nothing good's going right for the Jets here. Uh, so, that's the Dolphins across the board. Mr. Brown, you and me are squaring off here. The Bengals on the road to Vegas, where the Raiders are actually a one point home underdog. All right. I'm taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Raiders. And I think we're doing it for the same reason because you just think if you pick against them, Raiders are dog shit. I'm, I'm done with the Raiders. I, Let I the just, voice uh, of reason step in here. They're both dog shit. Bengals are a little less dog shit. Exactly. Give me the Bengals. So I'm the only one picking against my team, and yes. it's only because yes. I hate this game. And if I pick the Bengals, then it means that I think they'll win, and then they won't. So it's the autumn win. So this is the uh, one time I am going complete Costanza here. So just so you know. So. Uh, I'll give you the uh, the black hole. Black hole, son, won't you come? Or something like that. They're in the desert. The Raiders uh, hopefully don't win, but I got them picked. Interesting game. The Dallas Cowboys on the road to the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead, which, you know, their field's named something it's stupid. It's a good game. Too. It's actually not Arrowhead Field it's, anymore. It's that, something at Arrowhead. Yeah, something, they sold out. field. Yeah. Like TIA Crafted. It's like Omaha Omaha Stakes at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, The Cowboys are underdog. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Here's the thing. This should be the game of the week when you're looking at it on paper. Defending AFC champions at home against a Dallas Cowboys team that just might live up to the hype of being America's team. Last week was an aberration for the Kansas City Chiefs. They aren't what they showed last week. They played a piss-poor Raiders team 
They're going to fall back to earth this week. Cowboys are going to walk in there and stop by two scores. See, I believe everything opposite what Biggie just said. The Chiefs, we've been counting them out all year. What's wrong with their defense? But they're now back in top of the AFC West, who's a loaded AFC West division. They're first place where they belong. And I feel like this is the beginning of the end for the AFC. I feel like the Chiefs cover, and they're going to win this game. Nah, pretty much just going to echo what Biggie said. I think the Chiefs had the aberration against the, the Raiders on national TV and had the chance to kind of <laughs> dust themselves off. And the Cowboys kind of got slapped around a little bit. They're going to come back a little fired up, and I think they also win this game rather convincingly. And I think, uh, you know, I'm not a Cowboys apologist at all, but I think this is going to be that moment where people are going to have to kind of recognize that Dallas might be a threat in the NFC. We'll see what happens, but – uh, you're the lone wolf, uh, Mr. Brown. That's That's got to feel good. All right, how about Arizona where Kyler Murray practiced and he might be playing against Russell Wilson who practiced. Uh, the Seahawks at home were a two-point dog. Here's the thing. I'm going to pick this game thinking that Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are both playing for the Cardinals. I will say this. Last week, I thought Russell Wilson would bring an incredible amount of energy back to the Seattle Seahawks. He looked like dog poo. They They did not score for the first time in his entire career. Give me the Cardinals with Kyler Murray at quarterback for the cover. This one's tough for me. Very tough. Really? It is. Like on which level? Fantasy purposes. No, I just feel like that. Like Russell, we know Russell's a good quarterback. He is. He came back the first week and he fell on his ass. I feel like he's got a rebound. Is it this week? I don't know. Or is there just no talent around him? I, I got to go Cardinals until it proves me otherwise. Uh, I'm also taking the Cardinals. They they're a more complete team. Seattle was tough was And that just, home field advantage is gone. You look at this game and you're like, oh, Seahawks got to come out fired up. Their playoff life is on the line. Cardinals are looking at it the same way. They can't afford another loss because they need to stay right there in their division with the Rams and then also for one seed. That's the only one that gets a bye. They've already lost to the Packers. They both have two losses. Cowboys have two losses. This game's as important for them as it is for Absolutely. Seahawks. Man, and I'm disappointed in myself that I left this out of the notes, but do you know what Seattle Stadium's called? I do not. Skittles Arena? It's uh, Lumen Stadium. Lumen? Lumen. L-U-M-E-N. What's Lumen? I don't know. Their stadium? Okay. Anyway. That's home of the 12th man. That's all I know. All right. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers making a West Coast trek out to L.A. playing the Chargers where the Chargers are a a five-and-a-half point home favorite? You know, I don't know how Pittsburgh does it. They don't win big. They don't lose big. The Chargers will win this game, but they won't cover. Give me the Steelers to cover five and a half. Is Big Ben back? He's back. I don't know. Back again. All right. Big Ben is back. I'm taking the Steelers. He's bringing friends. I'm having this flashback of every time I say, go Chargers, go. It means they don't cover. And uh, you're right about everything you said about the Steelers, but I already wrote down the Chargers are going to cover, so I'm just going to ride it and give you my go Chargers go once again. All right, the that was the Sunday night game. We'll spill over to Monday. The New York G-G-G-G-G-Men on the road to Tampa Bay. The Bucks are an 11-point home How about a shitty Monday night game? Shitta, really shitta. Here's the thing about this game. The Bucs have played really poorly the last month of the season. Uh, they had a bye week mixed in there. I think they'll come back at home, play well enough to win this game. Last week's loss to the Washington emails was very disappointing. They're really, really porous on their back end, and the Giants have played great football the last month. Give me the Giants to cover. And Saquon's supposed to be back this week. Yes. So I'm also taking the Giants. Mm. You know, I, I'm, I'm surprised because typically when Brady has a bad game, he comes back and plays really, really, really well the next week. 
And I think the Giants are one of those teams he can play really, really well against. And that 11-point spread scares me to death. But we got to make up ground somewhere, fellas. So I'm taking the Bucks to cover against the Giants because it'll be in Tampa, and they're coming off a loss, and Brady's going to be pissed off. And when you piss off an old man, the old man gets cranky, and he's going to take it out. He's going to take his belt off. And take his meds. You're, yeah, he's going to get off my lawn. Uh, so uh, fire the cannons. The Bucks cover that 11-point spread. All right, gentlemen, that wraps up this edition of the Week 11 NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. And, Mr. Brown, I think you're still probably safely going to be in first place for at least another week. Absolutely. Unless Biggie's lone wolves pay off. He's undressing you with his eyes right now. He's trying to get inside your head. I would, too, if I was him. (laughs) It's got to be there. I had fun tonight, fellas, as always, and, you know, we packed in a lot of uh, conversation here, and uh, I think we might even set some personal records that we're not going to talk about on the air. But, no, talk uh, about it. Nah, we're not going to talk about it's it. It's fine. But uh, I, I just uh, want to say I, I texted you guys uh, the other day, and I told you I did something I haven't done in a very, very long time, and I spent money on a wrestling pay-per-view. AEW all out. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Was it was full gear. It wasn't even all out. It's like their uh, their fall show. Uh-huh. And I was uh, upset because our cable provider decided not to showcase it until 930 after I'd already bit the bullet and paid $50 for it. But I will say I was entertained, you know, for a $50 uh, event. Uh, I was more entertained watching it than I am most boxing cards or UFC cards. So. I'm just curious, is Paige Van Zandt out there at all? Uh, she wasn't on that show. Oh, uh, okay. It wasn't worth 50 bucks. Nah, though. I mean, if you were looking for Paige Van Zandt, you weren't going to see it. But uh, on uh, un- unrelated but somewhat related wrestling conversation, I did want to ask you, uh, did you know – who holds the record for most pay-per-view appearances in wrestling history, in WWE history? God, I feel like that would be like a Cena, Triple H, something like that. You, you got to guess? I was going to say Triple H. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually tied right now. So come this Sunday, they have Survivor Series. Randy Orton is about to be the all-time leader of pay-per-view appearances as far as wrestling matches go with 177 different pay-per-views he's appeared on. Holy shit. He's going to be tied? He's tied right now. With who? Kane. Okay. Huh. Longevity, baby. Like, think about that. Like, Orton's been wrestling for 20 years. Yep. That's insane. He's been one of the top guys for 20 years. Speaking of Orton, so my daughter brought up something to me this week, and I was like, you know what? Because she's going to the winter formal. (laughs) Right. then i took it a step further and i'm like well there's memes about the rko and she's like what's an rko so i'm gonna show you so then it was all the ones about randy orton where they photoshopped him in he's like rko and airplanes and all that good stuff by god it's so great if you haven't ever watched an rko meme video on youtube check it out please because you won't be disappointed i mean it's it's made it big it's like a cult thing now like it's bigger than life it has a following of its own even if you're not a wrestling the fan. best part about it is the announcers in the background of the meme <laughs> and they're like oh, oh my god, god. He shows no mercy out of nowhere. The Viper just struck. And he's like taking down like a freaking Boeing airplane. Yes, or somebody snowboarding. Yeah, it's great. There was this dude painting this like window in the middle of this like fancy hotel. And he uh, randomly fell off a ladder. And he shows Randy (laughs) coming and just RKOing him, just just dropping him. It, it, it It made me chuckle. That's all I'm saying. One of the best finishers of all time. Absolutely. Since we're talking a little bit of fantasy games here, uh, fake tough guys, that sort of thing, I have a question for you. As I finished watching Swig Game, which I know I'm late to the party on everything, curious, different games within there, which one was your guys' favorite? For Squid Game. Oh, yeah. Red Light, Green Light. I actually like the one where it was where you crossed the bridge. The glass? Yes. I had so much anxiety. I mean, that that makes it not my favorite. So I guess the way I received the question was, which one would you want to play? (laughs) Which one was your favorite to watch knowing you had nothing to do with it? Uh, 
I mean, I, I know what you mean, the anxiety on that one. Oh, God. I, I didn't, the tug of war one, I was like, eh, that's, see, the tug of war one, spoiler alert, so don't listen if you haven't seen Squid Game. So that's when I figured out that the old man was in on it because he was the only one that wasn't um, handcuffed to the, the rope. Was he not? No, I swear to God. And I, like, I'd already thought that, like, there was just something weird about him. And I remember saying, like, no, he's not handcuffed to the rope. He's something because he he wasn't going to die. He was always protected. Oh, okay. Go back and watch. I'm telling you, he's not handcuffed to the rope. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. Hopefully, you turned the volume down. But uh, what about you, Biggie? Was that the time machine question? Do you have your own answer? Uh, I enjoyed the, uh, well, two it's of them. Not the cookie one, right? Not the honeycomb. I hated that one. That was stupid. Hey, I liked red hey, light, Biggie. green light. Lick that shit. <laughs> yeah. I liked uh, red light, if you green do light. That social media, you're 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 well on your way, son. You gotta have yeah, you, ha- you gotta have a tongue like kiss if you're yeah. gonna look that. Not thing. necessarily. Not if you're gonna do it right. Yeah, <laughs> you just uh, gotta get in there. Anyways, <laughs> I liked re- I liked red light, green light, uh, and the glass one really screwed with me. Uh, I hated honeycomb. Even the Squid Game one at the end, because you knew it was going to take some weird twist. Yeah, I didn't care for that one. Uh, the the marbles, the marbles killed me. Like let's you just made your own here. game, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is what it is. But uh, I it was you, impressive that they walked over and just shot you in the head. That was pretty cool. Will you watch uh, season two? If there was a season two, I'd watch at least the first two episodes until Redhead gets killed, and then I'll see if I like anybody. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, I think that probably wraps up the show. We're at the hour mark, so that means it's time to play the outro music. So, everyone, we appreciate you tuning in once again this week. Make sure you check out the special episode of uh, No Filter where we talked to some Detroit Lions fans this week. They were fantastic and hilarious. But that's all we got this week. So have a good weekend, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>